At University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. If you're someone who's been diagnosed with a brain tumor, what are the potential treatments for patients and what can you expect as an outcome? My guest is Dr. Benjamin Pierrot. He's a neurologist who specializes in researching new brain tumor treatments and caring for patients with brain tumors. Welcome to the show, Dr. Pierrot. So tell us a little bit about brain tumors and some of the challenges of developing treatments for patients with brain cancer. Sure, sure. So I'm happy to. Brain tumors uh, can present in lots of different ways. That's something that uh, people are often curious about, that they worry about. Um, It can present with something like a severe headache, but, you know, in most cases, by far, headaches are due to other things. Um, Seizures are a very common presenting symptom, um, and those can be much more diverse than people expect. Those can be you know, the, the uh, grand mal seizure that uh, people are used to hearing about, but also much more subtle things, a very brief difficulty with speech or numbness or tingling somewhere, um, sometimes difficult with weakness somewhere or balance. There really are a plethora of symptoms, and it's always good to consult with your doctor. Uh, and there are a number of challenges once we've diagnosed a brain tumor, and typically that happens after patients present with some of the symptoms I've described or one of the symptoms I've described uh, usually leads to uh, an MRI uh, scan of the brain, and and these are extremely sensitive scans that can show us these brain tumors. From there, we typically need our neurosurgical colleagues to take some of this tissue, and we'll go on to some of the uh, existing treatments, such as uh, initial surgery, radiation, chemotherapy. Unfortunately, for some of these brain cancers, and I'll mention one in particular called glioblastoma, or GBM for short, that's the most common and most aggressive kind of brain cancer we see in adults, and we can see it in children as well. So some of the challenges for that cancer... um, Um, as well as for some of the other brain tumors that are out there, include um, invasiveness into critical structures of the brain. If they stay as a discrete lump, very often the neurosurgeons can just take that lump out. But unfortunately, glioblastoma and other brain cancers invade elsewhere into the brain. They're fairly resistant to existing treatments, such as chemotherapy and radiation. They're a fairly diverse group of tumors. They can be really heterogeneous and Worst of all, very adaptable to a lot of the, uh, if not all, of the existing treatments that we have. They can always evolve and find a way around these treatments. There's also something called the blood-brain barrier, which uh, makes it hard to get some of the uh, uh, treatments that we give intravenously, get them into the brain. There's kind of a tight uh, barrier between our blood and and, uh, our brain itself where these tumors are lurking. Describe for us some of the research that you're working on right now. Sure. So we're excited about a number of things that we're doing in the laboratory right now. So I mentioned the adaptability of these cancers. So one of the things that uh, we and others in the field are trying to do is tackle these cancers on multiple fronts all at once with one or two therapies at a time. So we really need good multi-targeted therapies. Uh, We have some work in the lab focusing on what's essentially a genetic approach using using um, very uh, small molecules called microRNAs. There are actually lots and lots of these found normally in our cells, but cancers such as uh, glioblastoma and other brain cancers tend to uh, uh, suppress or increase expression of some of these, and some of these micronase that get uh, down-regulated in the cancers are actually pretty toxic to cancers if we can go back and deliver them uh, to glioblastoma and other cancers. So that's one of the things we focus on in the lab is exploring these micronase, their biology, but also trying to use their delivery as therapy 
uh, for brain cancers, given that each of these microRNAs can target uh, multiple pathways at once. They're, they tend to suppress their targets, and a given microRNA can hit lots of these pathways that uh, are very important in, in these cancers. We also have another uh, big project in the lab looking at a fairly new target in uh, glioblastoma, brain cancers, and actually cancer in general. It's a protein called uh, dexoglycerol kinase alpha, or DGK-alpha. We think it's a very nice signaling hub in these cancers, uh, that when we in, uh, in, such that when we inhibit at this, we can actually attack multiple cancer pathways all at once. It's got some other exciting aspects. It seems to directly kill the cancer cells when we inhibit this, also attacks their blood supply, may also boost the immune system, so exciting at multiple levels. We also have some new projects in the lab. Um, uh, basically, a personalized medicine approach we're trying to move forward where we can target uh, subsets or subtypes of glioblastoma and other brain cancers. Uh, we're also uh, exploring what we hope are some smarter, more rational combinations of some of the existing drugs that are out there. Wow. How exciting is this research you're doing? Now, tell us a little bit about how long some of these things, when you talk about the DGK-alpha, you know, and these microRNAs, what can patients expect? When are you going to know if these are, you know, can be used on patients and how long? What is the future of brain cancer care? Sure, sure. It's a great question. So um, with some of these uh, research fronts that we're working on, it'll probably take years to develop. The microRNAs in particular, there's a, there's a major delivery hurdle, and we and others are working on overcoming this. You know, there's some uh, exciting progress being made there. Uh, the DGK-alpha project, it may actually not be that long um, because uh, uh, we found that there is an old drug that was being used for a different purpose in some clinical trials, not yet FDA-approved, but was safe in clinical trials, being used for some something else, and we find that we can uh, repurpose that drug as an inhibitor of DGK-alpha, and we think that's going to really speed up uh, a clinical trial of uh, this approach in the not-so-distant future, in the next year or two, um, with inhibition of DGK-alpha. And with some of our other projects, we're actually using existing drugs um, that already are being used for cancer or repurposing uh, uh, existing drugs in new ways to, to use them against brain tumors and other cancers, and that's going to let us get to the clinic much faster. It's really an exciting time more broadly with lots of great new developments for cancer in general, and that really extends also to neuro-oncology, to, to brain cancers. You know, I think we'll for a long time be using chemotherapy, uh, although hopefully more gentle ways than is typically thought of, uh, radiation as well. I think we're getting toward better use of targeted agents. You know, some of it is... Uh, more sophisticated personalized medicine where we're matching the drugs better to the patients who are out there. We'll also be doing, I think, um, better combinations of existing drugs. One of the most exciting areas out there is with immunotherapies to boost the immune system against cancer, including brain cancer. We used to think they might not apply to brain tumors, but they really seem to be applicable uh, to glioblastoma and these other awful brain tumors. Uh, there's a recent meeting in November in, uh, in our field, uh, the biggest uh, brain cancer meeting that that, uh, that there is, and, and there were some uh, very exciting new clinical trial results with one immunotherapy. There are some other immunotherapies that look great. 
These are kind of nice because they're not very toxic often, and they really use your own immune system to fight the cancer. Uh, this meeting was also exciting because there were positive results with uh, really quite uh, an interesting alternative approach to uh, fighting cancer using electrical, applying electrical currents to the head uh, against the tumor, and that had positive results. So lots and lots of exciting things going on right now in this field and throughout oncology, actually. Wow, Dr. Puro, why should patients come to UVA for brain cancer care, if anything else, than just to see you and hear your enthusiasm for this subject? Uh, so I think there are lots of reasons why I'd encourage patients to see us. I mean, we, um, uh, we see very many patients uh, who have brain tumors. We have broad experience. Um, you know, we give everyone that we see really the state-of-the-art care, but then we go beyond and really try to go the extra mile. We give compassion to all the patients that we see. We really treat every patient the way that we would want ourselves or a family member to be treated. It's, it's a frequent question from patients, you know, how would, what would you do? How would you want to be treated at this point? And, uh, you know, I really give the same answer, which is just, you know, I, I already was talking to you about exactly what I would want to do. And, and um, you know, I think we really apply the golden rule or, if you will, the platinum rule, you know, and, and just do for people what we would want for ourselves and our loved ones. You know, we also have here a number of clinical trials at any given point, and that's applying, uh, you know, exciting things that are in the pipeline. Uh, to our patients with these brain tumors, glioblastoma and other brain tumors. Uh, even outside of clinical trials, though, we have a willingness to, as I said, do the standard of care and beyond, you know, really look for combinations of standard of care with other existing agents that, that might give a little boost to the therapy. Uh, you know, if we have to uh, add on a blood pressure medicine or a seizure medicine for our patients, you know, we're always thinking about medicines that, will not only do, you know, that function that we need, but, but pick one that may also give a little boost against the brain cancer. Some of our patients want cocktails, you know, state-of-the-art and other things, and, and we're very happy to, you know, fight as best we can and make those cocktails for our patients. And, you know, we emphasize not just length of life, but also quality of life, and, and, and that's really paramount and something that we're always thinking about. Thank you so very much. Really, really great information and very exciting research. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. <music> 